The American management consulting firm Bain resigned as a member of Business Leadership South Africa, or BLSA, today. The recently published state capture report found Bain played a key role in the capture of the South African Revenue Service, along with former Commissioner Tom Moyani and former President Jacob Zuma. The BLSA suspended Bain in 2018 after the Nugent Commission made similar findings. However, the BLSA readmitted Bain as a member last year, after the group repaid 164 million rand it earned in fees from SARS. Bain denied the findings of the Nugent Commission and the State Capture Report and said although it had made mistakes in its dealings with SARS, it did not willfully support state capture. On the line is Busesiwe Mavuzo. She is the CEO of Business Leadership South Africa. Busesiwe, thank you so much for your time. The BLSA represents the largest businesses in the country and have uh, expressed fierce support for the president and committed itself to fight corruption. Bain's readmission seems to have blown up in your face a bit. Simming Liso, Raiken, thank you very much for, for, for inviting us. So I think maybe let me say we accept the criticism that we have received as BLSA over this issue, but it is always important to get one's facts straight when doing so, because actually much of this criticism that we've been getting has been ignorant of the facts, poorly informed, and really just sensationalist, you know? I completely understand that there is much anger at Bain following the Zondo Commission report, as there should be. What Bain did at SARS was highly damaging, and every South African has got the right to be angry. But we need to channel this anger properly, and the anger doesn't entitle us to our own false facts, and neither does it excuse the selective hearing that has been taking place, especially in as far as the BLSA story and what we've been putting out there is concerned. So what happened with Bain's readmission and why do you think there's been miscommunication in the media? Because it seems as if, um, you know, Bain was readmitted and when the criticism started, Bain resigned. And and that seems... uh, you know, it, it does uh, look strange. Uh, look, uh, the, the, there's actually nothing strange about that. You know, what is actually strange and what has actually been highly frustrating and what has happened, as you are actually asking, is that um, the criticism and the narrative that has been put out there that BLSA has defended Bain following the Zondo Commission, I must say it's utter nonsense. The facts are that in 2018, following the revelations of the Nugent Commission, BLSA suspended Bain, adding it to the previous suspensions related to the state capture, which included KPMG, which included Transnet, and which included ESCOM. That suspension was directly in response to the actions of Bain at SARS, you know, the same actions that the Zondo Commission has highlighted in its report. BLSA acted swiftly and publicly condemned the misconduct over three years ago, and we took the action of actually suspending Bain. So this was certainly no embrace or defense. It reflected our absolutely clear view that our members must reflect the high standards of the integrity pledge that they made to fight against corruption. In much of the criticism directed at us, these actions that we've taken as BLSA have actually not been mentioned. Why not? You know. And the other misconception that is actually out there is that we took pain in or we readmitted pain, you know, after it paid back the fees or our only requirement was that it, pay, it, it pays back the fees. And I must say that this is also, you know, very ignorant of the facts because it is far from it. You know, we accept that 
just because an institution has paid back the fees, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, uh, they are now appropriate or they are eligible, you know, to actually come back into organized business in as far as this concerned. What this narrative ignores is that paying back the fees is actually the least of the demands that we actually you know, made, and it's really neither here nor there. The main issue as a business organization, as a membership-based organization, was that we wanted to make sure that Bain ensures that there are institutional reforms that are actually undertaken by the organization. We actually demanded that they fire the executives that were involved in the state capture project. We actually demanded that they ensure, you know, that the control environment within the organization is tightened such that what happened at Bain before doesn't happen again. We actually demanded that they ensure that there is more oversight that is actually put in place and given, you know, to the work that they take on as an organization so that you don't give one person or one partner within an organization too much power, you know, to be able to run amok and do as they please, you know, in as far as a transaction or a piece of work is concerned. You know, those were all critical for us because we knew that these will actually ensure that the system and processes within an organization are strengthened and are tightened, you know, such that the organization doesn't fall prey to this that has happened at pain. I mean, we did that with KPMG, you know, and I don't understand what the confusion is in as far as pain is concerned. So why people only, you know, are selectively looking at the paying back of the fees element, you know, baffles me, you know, and that's why I'm saying that. So the sensationalism that has been actually put around BLSA's actions in as far as pain is concerned are utterly frustrating, you know, and I don't want to have to sit here and continue to respond to ignorance. But do you think the firing of executives and internal restructuring with a company can uh, remove the perception of corruption? Because what Bain did at the at SARS is uh, they did immense damage to that organization and South Africa as a whole. But no one is disputing that. I'm on record as saying that those executives that were involved in the state capture project you know, and that were involved in the SARS project should actually be brought to book. They should be put in orange overalls. Vittorio Mason behind Jacob Zuma should actually be brought to book. You know, those are the people that we should haul to jail as quickly as possible. You know, I'm on record as saying that what we are busy with at the moment as an institution is to look at now that the Zondo Commission report is out, how do we actually ensure you know, that we support the National Prosecuting Authority so that they can bring these criminals and these thieves to book. And the thieves that I'm referring to are the pain executives. The thieves that I'm referring to is Jacob Zuma. The thieves that I'm referring to are all the other executives, CEOs, politicians, managers that have been involved in the state capture project. So no one is saying that the pain issues need to be glossed over. Far from it. But what we are saying is that let's focus on the executives that were involved. You know, to say that an institution should disappear, that is what we don't agree with as BLSA. Number one, we don't agree that any institution is beyond reproach. And number two, we don't agree that the architecture 
and system of business is inherently corrupt. Now, I've said this before, Rake, and what has been taken out of the sentence that I've just said, the headlines that have been made out there, is that I'm saying that pain is not inherently corrupt. That is utter rubbish. I've never said that pain is not inherently corrupt. I'm saying the architecture of business is not inherently corrupt. And we stand by that as BLSA. What is corrupt within businesses are individuals. What is corrupt are executives. What is corrupt are CEOs. What is corrupt are managers. What is corrupt are employees. You know, because we understand and accept that business is a microcosm of this very same corrupt society and country that we live in. So we would be naive to think that the rampant corruption that you see in South Africa would not at some point taint business or it mm. would not at some point affect business. Of course, it is going to affect all of us. Of course, it is going to taint all of us. Of course, all of us are actually going to, you know, be found with our hands dirty. So this is not an yeah. ANC problem. It's not just a political problem. It's a South African problem. And mm. because it's a South African problem, it means that business, you know, which would actually be found wanting as well yes. and would be involved as well. Yeah. You know, and I hope that sets the record straight in as far as that is concerned. Uh, I've seen on the website that other members of BLSA must approve the admittance of new members. Was there consensus amongst the the, the members about Bain's readmittance? Yes, the issue was actually taken to the board and after it was taken to the board, it is then sent to the BLSA Council, you know, and we obviously, in sending it to the BSA, BLSA Council, we first say, this is the these are the reasons why we suspended Bain, because remember, that is what we do. We suspend, we don't expel. We will expel you if we really think that you are not you are actually beyond reproach. We will, we will expel you if we if you are not going to take seriously, you know, the institutional reforms and the work that you need to do as an organization so that you can actually make sure that you clean up your backyard. So in suspending, therefore, we continue to work with these organizations, and we did that, you know, for two and a half years with Bain. We will work with these organizations to look at how do we actually ensure, you know, that how do we actually ensure that this is an institutions this is an institution that actually you know conducts their business and their operations in an ethical manner you know and in 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 in, in the process therefore of suspending we'll say we're suspending you what would like you to undertake and what would like you to look at are these issues which we'll outline and we therefore work mm. with you to say how do you bring into effect that which we have demanded that you do as an organization if you are not going to do it of course, you're not going to come back into the BLSA fold. But yeah. if you're going to work with us and ensure, you know, that you undertake the institutional reforms, the tightening of the control environment, you deal very decisively, decisively with corruption, you know, as you find it. Because remember, the two or three or however many executives that you may be aware of when you start the process, you will find that when you do the work, you are actually going to find more rot. You know, and normally mm. our condition is that when you find more rot, make sure that you deal concisely, you know, with that rot. You know, so it's obviously that process. So when we put it, therefore, to the PLSA Council, we will therefore give them that entire context to say that this is what we required them to do when we suspended them. And, you know, this is what uh, uh, we have subsequently yeah. uh, has been subsequently done. Just lastly, uh, you referred to KPMG, Transnet and Eskom earlier. Are they members of the BLSA currently? KPMG was readmitted back into the BLSA fold. And it's interesting, 
there wasn't this, you know, much noise, you know, and it's interesting. That's why I'm saying, you know, sometimes we actually apply double standards when it comes to these things because they went through exactly the same process that Bain went through. But KPMG, yes, is back into the BLSA fold and is a member of, of KPMG. But with Transnet and ESCOM, as soon as we suspended them, they decided to resign. So we did not have an opportunity to do the work with them. Pusesewe, thank you so much for your time and insights. I think you are crystal clear in your message. Uh, That was Pusesewe Mavuzo. She's the CEO of BLSA.